Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 267, episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it's Wednesday. December 14th, 2022, Woo! the 11th Woo! day of Christmas, right? Or is it the second day of Christmas and the 12th day of Christmas is Christmas? Oh, right. So the 12 days of Christmas start on the 13th? I guess, wouldn't it? Right? Because then you land on the 25th, don't you? Matt, you look like you're about to say something. Is that yeah, right? We, we, yeah. Don't, don't worry, yeah. Matt. We could, we could blow it up right now. <laughs> okay, if, okay. If, you have, if you have pertinent information, please. My executive producer, like partner, Alex Williams, and I have a show coming out. I guess today, called the 12th Ghosts of Christmas. Uh, and it's okay. one episode per day until Christmas Day. Okay. Okay. And yeah, and did you look it up? Is it officially that it starts on the 13th? No, it would start the 14th because that way you have 12 full days landing on... Ah, math. Uh, Quick maths. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Quick anyway. Uh, it's the uh, on the 12th day of Christmas? I don't even know. day of Christmas, my tree located to me. I mean... I can only get the five gold similar. rings. You know what I mean? Apart from only... in a pear tree. Uh, Isn't that the first? The first day of Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Twelve. Shit. No way to Who know. Who cares? I mean, yeah, there's really no Lord way to leaping? know. Is it human? Twelve drummers drumming. Towards the end, they start going into humans. They start giving them humans. <laughs> yeah. Twelve drummers is a lot. Because after swans is swimming, then you start getting into human trafficking. Eight yeah. maids are milking, nine ladies dancing, ten lords are leaping, eleven pipers piping. Wow, it is all human. <laughs> Twelve drummers drumming. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> They're like, all right. Enough Ooh, with did these you see birds what got and me? gold. Eleven pipers and they are piping. <laughs> Just so you know. Yay. Oh, yeah. Also, today is, uh, I guess, the first day of Christmas, technically. Also, National Booyah Base Day and Martyred Intellectuals Day. Uh, oh. National Alabama Day Heavy. and Monkey Day. I don't know what that means. That's Celebrating fun. them. What's martyred? Into, let me just make sure it's not like for Jordan Peterson or some <laughs> shit. Uh, number of who were killed by Pakistani forces in 1971. This is Oh, this is okay. in Bangladesh. Oh, All right. wow. Well, shout out to martyred intellectuals. World history. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. You drinking that Mountain Dew, 
Ripping your gut into a million pieces with that Baja Blue. Well, you talk and talk about UFOs, and it's just a thing you do. Every time you drink that Mountain Dew, that is courtesy of Case Aiken, baby, and appropriate for today's episode. Because I'm going to be talking about some UFOs because we got a very special guest. Before we get to that guest, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Hey, it's Miles Gray, a.k.a. Oh, man. I'm just I'm I'm so tuba dao brained on TikTok. Oh, just trying to learn the shark dance. Tuba dao, chiamo, falcao. Uh, anyway, so AKA uh the old man on TikTok. Old man on TikTok. Who's lurking? Yo, I'm sorry. There's one where I watch like the one where everybody doing the footwork to the Lil Uzi Vert song, and then I'm like, yo, I could hit that shit. And I start doing it while I'm sitting down. I'm like, okay, hold on, I got that move. I got. I'm an old man, not on TikTok, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but. Jack, I will do all the footwork for you in a coming. I'll just I'll stop by your house and I'll just kind of do all my TikTok dances for you, so you're up to date. Okay, that would be wonderful. We are going to do a year end TikTok and social media in review. Uh, yeah, for for you. Well, a lot we of hits. Off. For uh, sure, a lot of hits, baby. Uh, speaking of hits, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the co-creator and co-host of Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, co-creator mm-hmm. of Thirteen Days of Halloween. Uh, the host of Monster, the Zodiac Killer. He's also the co-author of the book, Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, uh, which makes, I'm told, makes a great gift for the conspiracy theorist in your life. It's yeah. Matt Frederick! Matt! Oh, Matt, what iTunes video <laughs> podcast, Frederick. That's there me. he is. That's me. iTunes video. Man, remember <laughs> iTunes? Remember buying videos on iTunes to watch on your iPod? Yeah. That was fucking sad. Yeah. I only bought one fucking episode of television on my ipod and it was the office casino night and then it's just there every that's time you I hit had. the video thing <laughs> yeah that's, that's all choice, i fucking though. got it yeah. was just weird i think at that time it was like ot seven you know mm-hmm, just being mm-hmm. like you watch this i could watch this one part uh, of the office on loop on, a on this thing airplane. yeah on the, the <laughs> tiniest screen but i'm like yeah it's, it's hitting <laughs> you got a jeweler's loop <laughs> what's new matt yeah i'm doing good man just being a dad, being a dad hey, on a Tuesday. Right. That's just how it is these days. Okay. Big dad energy. And then you've got another show that wasn't in my intro, but you mentioned that. How many days now? 12. Of 12, 12 ghosts of ghosts. Christmas. Spooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is spooky? They all, are they ghosts that all teach you life lessons and shit like that from kind of like sure. that it's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of like that like the old you know winter solstice tales like ghost stories kind of thing that, that that was a real uh real tradition for a long time i guess nowadays we don't think about christmas as being filled with ghosts and you know, morality tales and things like that so much necessarily outside right. of you know christmas carol yeah. but yeah that's it's calling back to that uh and it's hosted by malcolm mcdowell Wow. Yeah, from A Clockwork Orange. From one of my favorite morality tales, A Clockwork (laughs) Orange. Um, Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense that there would be morality tales when everybody is inside and huddled up together and trying not to die and probably occasionally dying, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because of the cold. So, yeah, we have like a handful that we just keep remaking. I just watched A Nightmare Before Christmas for the first time. What do you mean remaking? It's, oh, oh, oh. 
Got you it. know, I was yeah. like, they remade Nightmare for Christmas. No, I like, no, I just not got you watched it like beginning to end for the first time. And now my kids are obsessed with the music, and that's all we're listening to at the house. How easy is it for your kids to get obsessed with songs? Because I feel like every time Jack, you'll always be like, Yeah, and they saw this thing, and now they're obsessed with the music. I'm like, yeah. The Lexus December to Remember? Yeah, the so. Lexus December to Remember is a bop, uh, according to my kids. Shit slap. You said it's <laughs> fever. Yeah, they're just very musical, but like, Oh, dope. You know. Is there like a bar? Like, can you be like, This shit is going to be mid for my kids? Or you're going to be like, Uh oh. This no. one is going to melt their heads. They were bored by A Nightmare Before Christmas while we were watching it. I was like, all right, into this one. And then now that's all they want to talk about. And the because the music's catchy. Danny oh, Elfman. got it. You know? Yeah, Turns out. so good. Just Turns never out. let your kids oh, they watch, watch Moana. Yeah. Ever. Because mm. that, all those songs yeah. just will yeah. be in your You're life You're welcome forever. was like on my <laughs> Apple Music wrapped list of like most most played songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, it's made by my favorite recording artist, The Rock. So, um, makes sense. <laughs> I wish someone would like just who had enough time is just take those Disney movies and just like cut in like Massive Attack or Portishead or something <laughs> into the Disney right. song, and they're like, oh wait, this is the best part when Elsa sings "Wandering Star." Oh, <laughs> dude, are the, is that genre like high up in your world, Miles? That kind of music. For sure, for sure. Awesome. Like acid, hip hop, kind of. I like all music, to be okay, honest. Okay. You know, like anything that is genre bending or pushing the form, I'm like, I'm always for that, for sure. Sick. I, li- I really like it too. Are you going to play that Brazilian song? For... We got to. We okay. need more yeah, Miley yeah, yeah. funk. Because today's I mean? ride out song is, uh, you know, so sometimes I say, hey, what is this? And that's usually yeah. the song, sign that it got me. Uh, this time I said, hey, what is this? And went and downloaded it immediately. So there you oh, go. There you go. It's a, a good the Brazilian one. in them, feeling the Jinga. All right, Matt, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. We're going to talk about CVS butt plugs, specifically hey, hey, Tucker hey. Carlson being obsessed with them and how their existence kind of ricocheted around the world of the right. We're going to talk about uh, what both parties are vowing to investigate in the new Congress. I'm just going to look at the state of UFOs with Matt. Matt, I'm curious what, what the general take coming from the world of stuff they don't want you to know is about, about UFOs these days. Now that the Pentagon has gone back to their official stance of being like airborne garbage and weather balloons. That's what, that's what you're seeing, folks. At least 95% of it. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to talk about fusion. And this is also, I think, appropriate to you know the conspiracy world because the the fact that nuclear fission isn't more popular i think has something to do with some people harming its reputation and uh, i'm just curious basically fusion how are we gonna fuck this one up is is my question (laughs) because uh science just discovered that they might be able to create like a mini sun on earth and yeah. have clean energy, but it's going to be hard for the private sector to get involved. And how do you take that sun and turn it into other little suns you sell to other people, right, and then they come exactly. back to you for more yeah. sun? How do we do that? Everybody like gets a nice, a sun. neat little package. Yeah. You get a sun. You get a sun. <laughs> Before we get to any of that, Matt, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Oh, well, this is actually related. Uh, just, wow, just a moment ago, I searched x-37b 
comma sixth mission comma experiments. And if he has to tell you what that means, yeah, then just, what are you even skip doing ahead here? Seven you know? minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we can just move on from that. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. No, yeah, no yeah, I have cool. no idea what that means. Go ahead. What the fuck are you talking about? X thirty seven B is this incredible machine. It is. It's an autonomous space vehicle that was developed by Boeing for the Air Force. Then DARPA took over. Then right now, I think Space Force officially runs the project. But it looks like a mini space shuttle, except it's autonomous, doesn't have any human beings on board, and it can stay in orbit for hundreds of days at a time without needing to refuel. And its missions are, you know, we hear about the missions. So, like, if you go on Wired, you'll be able to read, oh, the sixth mission of X-37B was completed, but almost everything that it did while it was in orbit is fully classified weird mm. it's it's fascinating to read about we just did an episode on stuff they don't want you to know about it what do you what what do you suspect is this thing oh there's oh what, man. what spe- it does matt what, what do, do you, you suspect is this what thing you, <laughs> yeah what do you suspect is this thing exactly exactly though. <laughs> well you know personally i can't speak for the show but personally i think this thing can be used for a lot i mean it can be utilized for a lot of things because it has its own propulsion uh, uh-huh. unlike a lot of these satellites it has kind of slightly more advanced propulsion so it can maneuver up there so you theoretically could park it next to any satellite you wanted to but yeah. you know an enemy have some fun with it yeah theoretically as, right? as they would say right 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 because i look at it, i'm like it looks like a big ass reaper drone <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it has the same sort of like fins on the back i'm like i've seen this set up on something oh it's an unmanned reaper drone but yeah, it, I'm like, in a way, like it evokes something darker for yeah. sure, like visually. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I get that part. Yeah, you might use it to do some, I guess, fun stuff. I'm thinking spy, there. like espionage stuff. Yeah. A lot of the uh, technology that gets up there that, um, you know, Skunk Works at Boeing or some of these other companies develop, it's like spy tech initially before it becomes weaponized. That's, right, right, right. So, like, it feels like it's in that stage right now where it's just kind of looking at things, checking stuff out. But it does have, I think, an onboard payload that's about the size of a Tacoma truck bed, something like that. <laughs> so, like, you could put wow. stuff in there if you wanted to. Yeah. A couple four wheelers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the latest one, oh, the latest one has a whole separate. This was fascinating. I just learned about this. This is why I did that search. It goes up with a secondary storage container that it doesn't return back to Earth with. Because this thing lands the way a, sh- a space shuttle does, you know? It lands like right. a plane after it comes back down. But so they're stashing shit up there somewhere? Well, they're dropping it separately so that whatever that secondary thing is, they drop it off, it lands probably in the Pacific Ocean somewhere, and then the rest of the you know machine lands. And then, assuming, like, you, you have to assume Space Force goes out and picks up whatever that thing was, whatever it was carrying. Right, right. You know, Officially, it's experiments about how to like send uh, or to capture solar energy while in orbit and then transfer that while you're still in orbit down to Earth. So you're actually like transferring solar energy from orbit down to Earth somehow to be stored and or used. Weird stuff. Yeah, that is weird stuff. Because there are other spacecraft that is like out there and flying to, you know, other planets and is like still active years later. But this is having to stay in orbit which 
like requires a lot of energy to like escape the gravitational pull of the planet right so that's why it's harder yeah this one can't just go up on its own it has to get sent up by one of the one of these bigger rockets uh, right. that mm-hmm. nasa uses mm. i think just knowing that it can be in orbit for hundreds of days at a time yeah it really yeah. just makes it said can... this last mission was 908 days uh that's yeah a, that's a lot of days yeah yeah, I should say almost a thousand days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like fucking almost, yeah, almost three years. What is something you think is overrated? Well, I, you know, I just, guys, I am, y'all are talking about being the old man of whatever. Uh, I am the old man of social <laughs> media. I don't use social media, okay? I mm. have an Instagram account so that the stuff they don't want you to know, in, Insta, Instagram account can at me or whatever the functionality requires. That's what our social media person told me to do. Yeah. Um, I just got on TikTok videos, like just started seeing them because uh, that same person made a TikTok channel for stuff they don't want you to know. And I have been watching content to try and see what is happening on TikTok. Yeah. I'm seeing all of these, I'm going to call them inaccurate pseudo informational videos. So it's like somebody is sitting here with like their their mic and they're like, yeah, talking like this. Yeah. There are five reasons. The X thirty seven B is uh, a nuclear missile waiting to happen, and then right. it's just right, complete right. BS. Like it's just not yeah. researched. It's not backed up with any kind of information. It's just like telling you what the thing is that's happening. And I'm. It, then you look at the view count for those videos, and oh, they're astronomical. Oh my god. Yeah. So like, I don't understand. I'm saying it's overrated because there appears to be a massive audience for it, whatever that is. Oh yeah. But I just don't understand it. So maybe it's exactly rated the way it should be. I just uh, no, like things. Well, I know what you mean it gets fucking murky when it, <laughs> we start talking science or even anything that requires lived experience. Yes. Like there's shit where like here's eight things they'll never tell you you can do on an airplane, and like <laughs> you're like wait what? And right. it's like from some like 18 year old. I'm like where the how the fuck what, do you like you're not coming at me like with like I have. I have 900, uh, like, flown hours on an airplane, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, some loose collection of, like, Reddit posts, and then someone, like, makes it into a TikTok video. The other ones that are wild, too, are, like, ones that are, like, about psychology, where it's, like, here's six signs that you might be in a codependent relationship. And then, like, there, there's so, but it's funny because it's bred an entire counterculture of experts having to debunk all these fucking videos, where they're, like, Hi, I'm an actual psychologist. Don't fucking listen to what this like. They just butt in. They're like, that was absolute garbage. Okay, what's the next one? Or like scientists. So you are kinda... those as popular as the the ones saying the? Uh, I guess they no don't way. like do view counts, right? I mean, you can you can see for sure, but okay. I I've not, I haven't done a one to one comparison. Typically, the one that has the more like wild, salacious kind of shit does better, and then yep. like you come out of it convinced that you've had ADHD since you were born, <laughs> right? Is the WebMD then the Adderall videos? <laughs> then the yeah. Adderall yeah. shortage happens. Um, <laughs> thanks TikTok. Uh, yeah, it feels like an even more opaque and like personalized version of what we were already seeing happen on social media, where everybody's hearing a specifically like tailored version of reality that is just catered to them, and they assume everybody else understands and knows all the often false things that they've heard and read and absorbed yeah yeah it's yeah it i mean man i fuck if if tiktok was out in like 2003 oh the <laughs> fucking big swings i would have took oh, fuck. 
that's why I'm like, shit, why am I, am I like older and have more media literacy? Because I would have been like, oh, you want some weird facts I'll make up about Japan right now? <laughs> no, you're so right. You're so right. Dang. Yeah, it's just like it's it's at a perfect time at a perfect age for this generation too, where it's like, man, you have all this like you're learning so much, you want to share so much, you're, and then probably within two weeks you realize everything you believed is actually completely fucked up, and now you've got like a new way of thinking. So it is interesting to see like the ebb and flow of like, uh, you know, what the popular discourse is on the TikTok. Guys, I just like dance videos. I've changed a lot since last spring. <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> exactly. the stuff I've learned, and exactly. I'm here to share you share with you twelve things. Anyway, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Six reasons why America is not a uh, white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. Right. right. <laughs> what? It's just <laughs> the majority, sure? like, eventually will have its word. You know, it, like, the more people are creating content, the more that truth will rise to the top, whatever they want the truth to be. Right. Oh, oh. yeah. There's like a thing now. Like, imagine the fucking uh, Mandela effects that people are going to be <laughs> suffering from because of TikTok. Right. You know what I mean? And just weird shit where you're like, did that happen? Or was that one viral TikTok I watched as I ingested 300 videos a day? Right. Like, what what happened there? In 20 years, the Mandela effect will be Elon Musk crushed at that uh, Dave Chappelle show, thus launching his career as a (laughs) comedian. Uh, exactly. But a lot of people remember him being booed. And They're like, that's really? just the tricky know. way that our memories deceive us. But that video was suppressed off the internet because Elon <laughs> was running Twitter at the time. But I think like there's another, uh, there's this one trend right now that's called When I Was a Baby. And people are, there's this video that was shown of like this little like marionette doll that someone made out of clay with like a green cone hat and like a white cape. And it's clearly a doll. And this person's like, making a dance and spin and it's just like a weird video but people are like duetting it like playing it side by side as they record themselves with their like young children and they're like telling their kids like that's you as a baby and just capturing like the confused looks as they like insist to their child that this doll was them as a baby (laughs) it's just like what and their kids are like that's not me and they're like yes it is look that's you look at the little dance you did oh wow and they're like do you remember and then they're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that is me. And then, like, full like, wrecking yeah. kids' minds. <laughs> like, yeah. Where are we going? I mean, I get fucking yeah. with kids, but, like, <laughs> it's just funny because then there are people on TikTok who are like, just wait 30 years when people, in, they're going to see that and be like, oh, my God, that was, wait, no, that wasn't me. How the, why the fuck yeah. do I think that was, that's a doll? There's I, no real anymore. There's, there's no some. truth anymore. Everything is AI-generated. It, guys, it feels more and more like we're all just going to be on different servers. We're, we're going to like choose the server we want to live in, and that's the one we're going to be on. We practically on. are, I'd say, now. <laughs> yeah. I lie to my kids, but I spend my lies carefully. You know? Like, mm-hmm. you, want, you lie about Santa. Uh, I lie about being stronger than the Incredible whoa, whoa, whoa. Hulk. You got an elf on that shelf? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No, he's not we, we do have an elf that stuff. visits us at a random time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, What is something you think is underrated? Uh, Training yourself to do things in complete darkness. I think that's really (laughs) underrated. Whoa. Okay. What are you, a doomsday prepper? (laughs) I mean, there's a a component of it that's that, right? Okay. uh, Being being able to operate stealthily and uh, efficiently in the darkness in in case. Yeah. Uh, But no, it's more... It's more like a party trick, like uh, learning to play the piano or the drums or something, a drum kit, like fully in the dark. That's just right. fun. I don't know. Do you have wow. to turn the lights off 
at the party when you're doing it. Like, I mean, or you blindfold yourself. I do for the listener. I guess we should mention that since the recording started, you've been uh, assembling and disassembling a handgun while blindfolded. Yeah, with my right teeth, in front yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is, is that? A nineteen eleven? Total silence. Um, <laughs> Pretty nice piece of hardware. No, but I, I really do. I don't know. There's something about that. Um, I just really enjoy. I think it's underrated. I think more of us should get into it. Mm. <laughs> where do you start? If someone says, uh, I don't know. Where, I don't even know where to start, Matt. It's na- where do just I start? navigate your apartment or your house in the yeah. dark. Just like, just. Oh, I could do that. Build a picture in your mind of where you are, you know, right. when, when all the lights are out so that you could, if you needed to, like, have your eyes closed and get through a place. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Got just it. interesting to me. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I do that all the time. Cause I think about like how I have like a way I can move through my house, like with where my foot placement is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I already do a little dance around furniture. Like if I'm trying to get around like a corner real quick, I'm like, Oh, I got to leave with my right foot. Yeah. So I can swing that left around. And then, so in a way I, I have mapped, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do something different. I want to play bass in the dark now. Yeah. I would try it, but like when I make my kids do it, it seems hard. So I just, yeah. I think I'm going <laughs> to. I'm at home a lot alone. So I, guys, I'm sorry. I just, that's what I do now. Just Love dancing it. in the dark. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about uh, CBS butt plugs. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And yeah, I mean, so CBS has (laughs) butt plugs. That's one piece of news that we want to share with you guys. That's That's old news. I I didn't realize that. Come on, man. For the people that are active, you got You know that aisle at CVS. They got all kinds of stuff. You're like, oh, shit. When they, I, they got I a ball gag at this CVS? What? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can make your own with a tennis ball and some twine. Um, but <laughs> A tennis yeah. ball? Oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, you, cut a, you make a little hole in it so it's a little more compressible. Look, guys, you can, I have a whole TikTok about how to make your own bondage gear with stuff around the house or stuff you can get at a Dick's Sporting Goods. But Tucker Carlson on his show... At the end of last week, you probably heard a lot about the right talking about butt plugs and insurrections, and somehow they melded together. And it turns out Friday is when we heard uh, this guy, Trace Gallagher, come like he was on Tucker Carlson's show. And just talking about, like, I don't know if you've heard Tucker, they got B plugs and CV. Like, this, just listen to this whole exchange because it's so. <laughs> just listen. How about this one? The producer for a producer for Tucker Carlson tonight happened to notice that CVS is now selling sex toys and they appear to be a relative bargain. For example, a relative bargain for eleven dollars and ninety seven cents, though the accompanying lotion that goes with it will set you back an additional eleven ninety seven. And if you've got the cash right there in the middle, the buzzy butt will run you thirty two fifty information. Just wanted you to know. About New York. But it's Tucker. It's immoral to sell Marlboros, Trace, just so you know. <laughs> Thank you for your reporting. You blow my mind every night. Okay. It, wait. So, so his argument um, is you should you just... should be able to sell Marlboros? <laughs> yes. Oh, what the fuck? Wait, what just happened? Was that an ad um, that just came I, in? I guess to be like <laughs> that was that was another yeah, that was a pre-roll. Yeah, you know, we don't we can cut that out. I I guess he, he pivots off of that, which is I guess saying like well, if you can sell sex toys for consenting adults to use, why not? Why can't you advertise death sticks? Right. Like uh, the the logic is really interesting. And again, I like how they start off with like, and it's quite a relative bargain. A couple of things. I like how they're like, one of your producers happened to notice. Right. Uh-huh, but mm-hmm. I don't need to delve into the purpose personal lives of anyone. And the Kush Tush or Tush Kush is actually a lubricant. So I don't know why I meant the accompanying lotion because the the Tush Kush already is a lubricant. And I think it was eleven seventy nine in that picture, but he said yeah. it was eleven ninety seven. So come they on, had to introduce mistakes, so it seemed like they were not familiar with this and that they were surprised. <laughs> well, but also relative bargain. What is that? Where is your basis for comparison? Are you? The buzzy I mean, butt was thirty something, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Again, that that was just for them to be like. Oh, like, you know, butt play equals maybe LGBTQ or straight. Dude, I don't know. Look, I don't know. I don't know. Right. But CVS has them. And ooh. And yet they won't let your kids smoke in school. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> just, a, just a weird segment. So, yes, shocked, I'm sure. But then the next night, Marjorie Taylor Greene decided to incorporate that material during her one hour stand up special. 
I guess that was described as a New York Young Republicans gathering with oh many God. luminaries of the right uh, in the audience. And she started off with the usual like rah rah MAGA bullshit, including um, y'all. If I was doing January six with Steve Bannon, we would have fucking won. Yeah. Then January six happens, and next thing you know, I organized the whole thing along with Steve Bannon here. Oh my God. He admitted. And I want to tell you something. If Steve Bannon and I had organized that, we would have won. Boom. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we would have fucking won. Uh, was there? That's where she left that one. She's like, all right, guys, from some starting material, just want to normalize some political violence and just say it's, which is very weird because like, like weird humble brag. Cause before Marjorie Taylor Greene's whole thing was like, it's a peaceful protest right. and that's all it was. And now you're pressed because people called it a failed coup attempt. And now your ego's getting in the way. Yeah. Hold on. Like, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> or she's anyway. lying and like, obviously knows exactly what it is. And she don't want smoke. Like, she can't even do a pull up. Right. You know what I mean? She's not, I mean, she's not built for it, but she will try to do a pull up. She will. Yes. Matt, have you ever seen Marjorie Taylor Greene doing a pull up? I have not. Oh. It's, it's worth a look. It's, okay. it's wild. It's the, one of the most violent things I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. It looks like someone trying to quite literally, I don't even know, like, it feels like if a fish had arms for the first time Whoa. and it was learning what to do with it, right. um, I will find that clip. But yes, it is as jarring physically as, as you can imagine. <laughs> I'm just scared because I feel like that's maybe what it looks like when I do a pull up. So now I'm now I'm going to like watch myself in a mirror next time just to make right. sure <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's so after after like depending on where you get your news, you may have heard the headlines. It's like Marjorie Taylor Greene says I would have. You know, I would have did the fuck out of January 6th with Steve Bannon if we had guns. Some people, I guess, got tired of the, like, people on the right normalizing political violence. So others just went with, why is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about butt plugs at this event? And again, she was had a, some kind of, like, you know, homophobic screed about, you know, supporting, like, LGBTQ children. And she figured, oh, here, now I can draw a direct, direct line from, like, gender-affirming care to CVS selling toys by the way you can pick up a butt plug or a dildo at target and cbs nowadays boo I don't know how we got here <laughs> Came here. sorry <laughs> you may still be finishing your dessert i apologize yeah yeah so this is the state that we're living in right now and it's so okay thanks open mic marjorie um <laughs> Wow. Even the audience is like, what? <laughs> the audience is like groaning too. One person was like, I don't know if you heard someone goes, yeah, because gay marriage. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Yeah. You fucking ge nice genius galaxy brain take there. <laughs> but again, <sighs> this whole thing, like the logic that the right uses to other and dehumanize like the whole LGBTQ community, which is sort of like their, their presence will somehow change a child in, in ways we can't imagine. Like, is it like, is I guess the idea here, if they're aware of something like butt play, they will become anthropomorphized butt plugs? Right. Like, I, by that logic, like, like you know, if kids know what guns are, then yeah. what happens? It is a weird overprotective thing, right? If, if, if this instinct to, like, protect a kid from any possible thing you may think is inappropriate for that child's innocence. Right. And then you try and protect prevent them from learning about it at all rather than having conversations about you know yeah kind of teaching your child things. yeah 
informing them. But again, I don't, I don't need to like spin my wheels because there's no need to like find a rationale behind yeah. any of this. Like yeah. they're weaponizing again, like you're saying, Matt, like the, like the parental instinct to protect a child to then be like, Oh man, you know, what's really bad. Brillo pads. <laughs> right. Right. And you're like, what? What would you, what's, what's wrong with Brillo pads? Like at the very least, if some person who you think is like a respectable human is saying this thing is a danger to kids on some level, you'd probably be like, well, in what way? Like you'll, right. you'll just, you'll at least entertain hearing it. Cause you don't mm-hmm. want to be like dismissive of safety. But again, something is, you know, terrible is just homophobia. I think most people will be like, well, that's not a, a real thing, but hold on. What about Brillo pads? Right. <laughs> don't put them in the microwave. That's what I like. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> What about By those way, little Doritos chip bags you get, the snack pack that you can shrink? Oh, be careful. Okay. Be really careful. That. I used to do that with uh, Rice Krispie Treats wrappers. <laughs> Wait, you put them in the microwave and they shrink? Yeah, they yeah. fucking spark up and they it's shrink. Weird. Yeah, weird. and you could be like, yo, look at my mini crumpled Doritos bag. <laughs> and they're like, you almost fucking blew up the school doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you doing in the teacher's, in the teacher's yeah. lounge, Miles? Okay, well, you can't have that just, coffee. I want to see Marjorie Taylor Greene with a pull-up bar in the teacher's lounge because Brian just posted uh, a link to those oh, pull-ups. Yes. And I, I don't know what it is. You guys are so right. It's this fluid motion thing that is kind of beautiful to watch in one yeah. way. But yeah. it's also yeah. just like, I don't understand which parts of the muscle groups it are looks really like a, beginning. Yeah, it would be bad for your back to, <laughs> to like... Right. Try yeah. and like whip your body, like use the momentum like a fucking flagellum on an amoeba or something. <laughs> Am I using um, the right terms? I'm feeling very science. Yeah, sounds <laughs> correct. I'm probably just making fun of it because that's what I looked like when I was trying to do pull-ups in uh, PE class as a kid. I could I could never do pull-ups. I was like, they made you do pull-ups. In oh man, they didn't do that shit at my school. I think everybody grade. knew. <laughs> well, we had those like presidential fitness yeah, things, yeah. right? Pull-ups but was it was one never. Of the things. Yo, my, maybe my, you know what? My school didn't have a thing to pull up on. So I think we just did fucking uh, like mile times and push ups. You all had a rope, I, right? Like, yeah, we had, had a, rope. a rope. Yeah, we yeah, had there a rope, was a jump. Sure. Oh, oh, no. See, my elementary school, I didn't have a gym until like high school. Mm. We didn't have a gym at my like elementary school. Everything was outside. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So we were just out here, couldn't even pull up on anything. That's why we got these old the shuttle run. Did y'all have that? Oh with, yeah, we did. The oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, and the flexibility one too, where you put the on the box and you had to like embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I used to get loose before that one because that was the <laughs> one I kind of excelled at. Like I wasn't hitting as many push-ups as like other kids, but I was a mile guy. But I was bad at everything else. What was your mile time? I don't remember. But all right, all right. It was. I think it was like five minutes. I had asthma, like, no, you don't have a five-minute <laughs> As oh, a 10-year-old. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. All right. There's new Congress coming in. New Congress new just dropped. Congress. And a lot of speculation about what the agendas are going to be, and we're starting to see them take shape. And the Republicans are kind of as suspected, you know, they're, they're in line with Elon Musk's cool joke about uh, my pronouns are investigate Fauci. Prosecute, actually. Prosecute Fauci, yeah. yeah. Sorry. If you want to be respectful. But yeah, like it's all a bunch of fishing expeditions. Obviously, Hunter Biden's laptop yeah. well, is going to be a huge one. And, he, and like other Trump grievances, right? Like marching up people who cross Trump is probably how they're going to waste all their energy. But um, they've also said that they are going to act like politicians who are worried about governmental dysfunction. 
and they will be looking into COVID aid abuse? Mm. Really? The thing they couldn't give a fuck less about in 2020? <laughs> the very thing many of them benefited from personally while working Americans were left to language? That? Yes, you will get to the bottom of that for fucking sure. Uh, no, they won't. But again, this is just going to be an attempt to try and act like all of this abuse didn't happen under their watch right. with Trump in office. Because um, again, we didn't hear a single fucking peep unless it was like about helping those right. in actual need. You know what I mean? That's when they had something to say. It wasn't like when people were just taking off with all this money and like people just like being like, yeah, man, I fucking bought a Lambo yeah. and shit. It was pretty dope. But apparently they will get to the bottom of this. Uh, I think, again, it'll be a very bizarro optic circus because they're like, okay, we got to get away from the election denial, but we also got to chum the waters for the base to be angry enough to vote while also trying to appeal to new voters who aren't as put off by racism, homophobia, xenophobia, and just general societal regression. Right. How about the Democrats? What are we going to get from them? They got control of the Senate still. Yeah, Jack. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> because Chuck Schumi and the crew are going to roll up their fucking sleeves and start cracking some skulls. You know what they've been saying? They said, okay, first of all, they, since they have their like outright majority in the Senate, they have subpoena power. They don't need Republicans to buy in at all. Um, so what will they do? They have said they're going to look into corporate abuses of power. Wait, really? really? They said they're going full populist, folks. You wow. know, they want to see, they said they want to see like what fossil fuel companies have been up to, big tech, if they're overstepping, compromising our privacy, what's going on with inflation. But before you go and think we're about to get, you know, enter some new age of progressivism, I would just consider the limitations that the Democrats are mindful of. This is from NBC News, just when they first were speaking to Democrats about their agenda. Quote, still, Democratic Senate sources said there will be limitations in the use of subpoenas, which oh. in many cases require majority support on committees, according to nonpartisan Congressional Research Service. One reason is that the 2024 Senate map is extremely challenging for mm. Democrats, with three members defending seats in red states and another five in competitive purple states. Those senators may be particularly sensitive about supporting subpoenas that come in partisan flavors. Now, if you're about looking at corporate overreach, can't imagine that's going to smack of partisan unless we're talking about, you know, your benefactors. Right. It seems like that would be broadly popular to just mm -hmm. these corporations fucked you over. Uh, we got <laughs> to be very careful. Hold on. Uh, no, hold Amy's based in Minnesota, so yeah. you can't bring 3M right. up here. Don't right. bring three. Do not subpoena 3M or Amy Klobuchar is going to be a fucking shit. Okay. Find someone else. Get Sam Bankman fraud or that guy. There's <laughs> barely has any fucking barely any goodwill points for that you know what i mean like they're gonna bring up they're gonna do shit they're gonna bring like people forward i'm just a little weary um yeah. because you know when you say those like well we really want to do this stuff but senate math yeah you know like or, so they're basically saying maybe there will be and will in no way actually deliver on the initial premise that we threw out there i can see them doing some stuff in big tech fossil fuel companies are safe is safe unless it's like saudi aramco or something right, you know right. what i mean they, like they might gonna... start a war but not nothing's happening to big fossil fuel companies it's creepy that that makes so much sense to me yeah. that like they would go after building more weapons or using the weapons that are already built to make some profit that way rather than actually going after the companies but guys i had this conversation with my father the other day he's in his 70s and 
his uh, retirement funds with the all the stock market stuff that's been happening, they have just been rocky, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder like what happens if let's say let's say Democrats actually did go after energy companies and yeah. these big tech companies and did do some good, right? Like made these companies pay their fair share or you know pay back uh, humans when there's been some kind of environmental disaster or something like that. Uh, and then the stock market plummets for for at least in those sectors. Like, what happens to all the older folks? And does that matter? What do you guys think? I think like anything, right? It's a very, very well set up game where they've tied people's livelihoods to the fucking stock market. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's such a risky fucking look at all these dude, people are getting fucked over because certain like municipalities or school districts were like using FTX. Yeah. And like crypto for their fucking like pension funds. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where it's fucked up. You know what I mean? The fact that now, because to your point, that is something to consider. Because if someone says, yo, we need to kneecap these fucking fossil fuel companies, then someone can say, well, you know, like 60% of X, you know, like let's say just whatever. This is a hypothetical. Like 50% of the firefighters in New York, like a lot of their pensions are tied to that performance of this industry. That's really bad. And I am here to lobby on behalf of them to tell you this will be the knock-on effect of your legislation. And that's where it gets murky and you put people up against a wall. And I think there's more education needed, but I totally, I totally get that. Well, it's just weird. It becomes an Ouroboros, like all of it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's all interconnected. And that's what makes the system of capitalism. Like that's why the statement, it's easier to imagine the end of the world than the end of capitalism, like makes so much sense. It's just massive and ongoing and self-perpetuating and smarter than any like single human. So it's, it's going to find a way to survive and, you know, punish anything that threatens its overall health. But I mean, the last time we had a major market collapse, the, people weren't bailed out like the people who lost their savings, but the people at the top of the companies were bailed out. So I'm I'm sure there's some version of this where you provide relief and support to people who get fucked over by the operating of a, of a company that like they didn't have access to what, like a company that was lying and committing fraud. Whoa, whoa. You're just going to give money away, Jack? Yeah, we've been giving money away to corporations <laughs> and CEOs and oh. banks for, <laughs> like, that's the only time America feels okay about giving money away. So it's like, we, we need some protections in place for people who are going to get fucked over by all the horribly corrupt things that have been happening now for decades. But it needs to protect people uh, and people who are trying to retire and be able to like live out their lives and not protect Morgan Stanley's ability to continue giving out million dollar bonuses to themselves would be my argument. But yeah, I think, but I think it's just important, right? It's like more people have to be in touch with understanding, like just how unpredictable and just how like sort of well set up everything is so like you depend on the stock market while also acknowledging that like the philosophy of like infinite growth is also the it's like the the cause of and solution (laughs) to all of life's problems right exactly (laughs) um so you're in this like really fucked space and i think it just takes a you know i think like anything the more people are able to like articulate that it'll feel less like well then what do we do about this like 
yeah, we do this because we've been giving money to the fucking people who don't fucking need it while right. other people end up rotting. And that's the that's the fucking game here. It's not, well, what about Exxon? I mean, fuck <laughs> right. them. What about right. you? Where's your fucking livelihood? Where's your sense of stability? Where's your ability to like feel safe and that you can provide for your family? What about fucking you, man? Fuck these billion-dollar companies. Seriously. Yeah. Don't send your empathy that way. Understand the system and then find a way that you can actually at least be able to inform yourself and others that like these are the real stakes because the more we like flounder on and like this sort of half understanding what's going on and half wanting to ignore it the longer it's going to continue and it's the same shit we see with the democrats with this whole thing of like being like we're tacking populist until we act like again you'll have to forgive my cynicism here <laughs> because i've seen this so many times but I, the proof will be in what comes after these grillings will right. there be regulation other than that, it's just going to be a bunch of fucking YouTube clips that they're going to fucking fundraise off of. And that's right. that's the other part is people need to be able to demand that from the politicians. But again, knowing how everything's set up, you start to see how fucking hard it is to break that. And with all this thing of like, yeah, we got to consider the Senate. I'm like, look at every single thing they did that with Obamacare, Build Back Better, child tax credits, every piece of climate legislation, <laughs> fucking every piece of banking reform, fucking every piece of police reform. It's all, well, <sighs> you know, those Senate matter, the math. Blah, blah, blah. They just have to make you feel like they're the team that's going to do those things or could do those things or maybe yeah. would want to do those things. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I think many people are at a point now where they just want to feel like fucking make good on all this shit because yeah. we're very quickly like as people's situations become more dire you're really just gonna like i think people are just gonna become fully apathetic mm -hmm. uh and just really see like well, what's the like what they just court my vote every two to four years for fucking <laughs> right. what like incremental change yeah we need a chaotic good party as a third party in the u.s you know what i mean yeah. like they're they're always aiming for good whatever that is but they're just super chaotic about it yeah we have yeah, the like, chaotic evil yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right I just got a notification last night from Uber being like, hey, donate to help us continue to provide service to the Ukrainian fighters. And it's just like this built-in logic of like, you're a like $50 billion company and you yeah. are asking me for donations for you to do something that is beneficial. Nah, to well, no, nah, here's the thing, actually. We already donated $50 million, right? but we're just trying to get that back. Right, right. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you, the individual, but that's the logic that works in America. Like stepping outside, it's it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why are they a massive corporation asking me, a private individual, for donations? And it's because they can in our country, right? But you know that, like, when you go to the store and they're like, "Would you like to feed a homeless dog?" Yeah, yeah, they're just recouping what they already. <laughs> your money isn't going to that. They already made their donation. They're just right. taking your money to make themselves whole. And it's Ooh. a huge tax benefit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh no, cons on cons. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so they get your ass. Um, Got all right, let's take a quick break. I want to talk about UFOs. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. 
You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we're back. And Matt, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that I want you to know. Great show that talks about a lot of the things that I can talk for 24 hours straight about without realizing I've been talking about it for too long. And what one of those subjects is UFOs. We had a moment where UFOs were an official beats the hell out of us from the Pentagon. But then a recent report in October from the Pentagon went back to the old party line of weather balloons and added in enemy spycraft to the mix. I'm personally a little more comfortable with this version of reality where UFOs are a thing they don't want us to know about. Is a stuff? Yeah. yeah. Is one of the stuff they don't yeah, want yeah, us yeah. to know about? Yeah. But what's the what's you guys' take coming from the, the world of stuff they don't want you to know? Well, I, I can't speak for those guys, but one of the things we did for our, our book that you mentioned at the top of this episode is we looked at historical evidence of UFOs, right? Or sightings. And mm-hmm. just, we looked at them kind of as a blanket and we tried to match that up with known secret U S tech that was being developed out of groom Lake area 51 that like Boeing was developing or Northrop Grumman or some of these other uh, private companies that were working with the U S government. Nice. And we, we really could see like, the SR-71 Blackbird, just that badass-looking plane that could fly higher than any other plane. It was basically a space plane, and it right. could go faster because it actually... I don't know if you guys remember learning about that as kids, but like how that plane actually kind of changed its shape when it started going full speed at the uh, height that it was going at. It could bend a little bit out and then come back in. Oh, Just like badass stuff that the public didn't know about, the enemies of the United States didn't know about, but this thing was being tested and flown for years and years and years, just up there, right? And a plane like that can account for a lot of the sightings. Same thing with uh, a lot of the spy tech that the U.S. was developing. It doesn't account for all of it, right? And it never would be able to account for every sighting of something strange in the sky, but it really does make you realize how much of it can be accounted for just with the secret mm-hmm. stuff 
that has like a, a budget that's unacknowledged and wow. they've just been doing it and testing it for years. You know, I, I have to stress this. That doesn't mean there isn't something weirder going on out there or something we can't yet explain or we just right. don't know about. But there are, yeah, multiple logical explanations. Yes. It's just plausible that a good number are, are doing that. The thing that really weirds me out personally, guys, is the reports. We actually had a guy call in who was on, oh gosh, it was the USS Omaha. It's a U.S. naval ship, and there was a swarm of, of UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, going on above that ship, as well as several others that were all on their way to the South China Sea for a thing right. several, several years back. I'm going to be really vague about it because he was, he was a little nervous about mentioning sure. some of the specifics. What they experienced on that ship was tracking via radar and other sensor. Well, it was, it's not radar, but what do they call it? It's like... Sensors that can track. Okay. Right. The, so they They're were like track. lock on to something. Yes, yeah. exactly. Whether it's infrared or, you know, radar or some other or LIDAR type of signal. Or, something. or right. LIDAR, yeah. They're tracking these things and they watch them go to a specific point uh, on the ocean. They shoot a, a flare that tracks exactly to that point and it appears that they enter the water. These things were flying higher than one of the Black Hawk helicopters that was on board could fly. So it's above the flight ceiling of that helicopter then they went into the water right and disappeared yeah that to me if that was real tech that some other country had or the u.s had that's incredible to go transmedium like that flying through the air then in like plunging into the ocean and then just flying through the ocean essentially that's game-changing stuff that's kind of terrifying really if you think oh, about yeah. it yeah Especially, I mean, I was prepared, though. I saw Flight of the Navigator. Uh, you know, <laughs> that, that, the, the ship did the same shit out of Fort Lauderdale, I remember. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that was, that was the beginning of the 60 Minutes uh, interview. Like, the first thing they saw is they came up in this, like, little white Tic Tac was moving above something that seemed to be, like, roiling the ocean water and was, like, under the surface. And then it, like, flew up and came close to them and then, like, zipped away at hypersonic speeds. And it's again, yeah, that's the thing that they seem to see a lot of is like things that are happening over the ocean and seem to be coming out of the ocean. It also makes a sort of sense to me because, you know, the, the place you usually have these encounters is like out in the desert where there aren't a lot of eyewitnesses. And the only place where there's going to be even fewer eyewitnesses is over the ocean. Right. Yeah. Which, which is the biggest chunk of you know, area on the planet. So, right. How convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Real convenient guys. <laughs> Do you think it could also be like the DOD being like, yo, like our fucking, like our fucking, you know, our, our tech development is getting too lit now and people are noticing they're like, yo, fucking say that shit's aliens or something. Don't fucking let them know we got that. And that then would make sense. When people are, and then people are like, Yo, what the fuck is aliens? Like, yo, fucking chill out, man. It's not fucking. But like, okay, go back and just be like, it could be, but fuck it, it might be enemy spy crap. You know what I mean? Like, it's just we like need so a congressional hearing right it's now. It's like jarring. Like, which one is it? Like, you either go full bore. I mean, obviously that's the more like uh, flippant take, but but I don't know. Like, there's part of me is thinking, yeah, like if it is something that's being developed, I don't know. It just seems like so mind blowing that. I don't like that the government's keeping secrets from me. Mm, right. Well, you know, the takeaway <laughs> from stuff they don't want you to know that we talked about this with, with you, I think, Jack, the big takeaway is this is a 
perfect plan to get more budget allocated yeah. to either yeah. Space Force or Air Force or whatever is right. whoever is going to be doing the studying of these things and right. uh, testing and all that. It's a really right. good way to do it. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I, th- I feel like maybe the initial like we actually don't know what it is was like a focus group test, like weather balloon, if you will, where mm-hmm. they were like putting that out there to see if people got terrified enough that they were like, we demand that you spend trillions to get us ready. Yeah. And when people just kind of greeted it like, huh, okay, that's kind of too big for my individual brain to take in. They were just like, all right, let's go back to enemy spycraft. <laughs> the The one thing that like makes me skeptical that it's DOD or, you know, Pentagon technology is that like, didn't the Pentagon just like spend billions and billions of dollars on a plane that like they could never yeah. get to fly in the rain <laughs> right, like, right, it just yeah, like couldn't yeah. deal with the rain so like i don't know are they doing they that like, oh, all of that this to one appear works. incompetent <laughs> like you know they're like we'll see, we gotta fuck up something real big and yeah uh, silly so that everybody nobody believes all the other cool shit we could or do. to make up for the billions lost on that development thing they had to do a psyop in the form of this tic tac shit to get more funding to offset the losses of the right. plane that couldn't fly in the rain <laughs> they're like or or, <laughs> or they spent uh, approximately a hundred thousand dollars trying to develop that plane and the rest of that funds all those funds right. were allocated to you know area 51 to develop this other thing that is now the uap craft right that's what i'm saying who yeah. knows? I don't know. Everything's but, by a lake. Groom Lake, China Lake. Mm-hmm. There's always like these like big installations. I mean, not those are only two that I could think of offhand. So maybe it's not, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there but in I the just desert, know, man. Well, yeah. yeah, and I know in China Lake, I had a friend drive near there, and some like a security person pulled up on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah they don't fuck around. He was on public land. He just right. like got out of his car to like just take a picture of like the mountain view and some dude pulled up in a truck that like looked semi-official looking and just started like asking him what was up. Wow. And then like drove down the road and then was like close enough that the guy was like, I think he was making sure I left. Right. Yeah. So like when you add all these things together, I mean like, sure there's, there's clearly a bunch of spooky stuff going on, but yeah. Anyway, aliens got to be real, right? They have to be real because of the Fermi paradox and, and all the math. Yeah. They're out there. But are, have they been here, I guess, is the... Yeah. yeah. Probably not. You think not? Probably not. I don't know. Unless they got here way before us, I'm, right? I'm like 50-50 on it. I feel like the fact that... I have a version of the story in my mind where they are just here to make sure we don't destroy ourselves before we can be useful. And that's why they always show up around military stuff and nuclear weapon mm. labs and stuff. And But it's also not what the Pentagon wants because they have this massive expenditure, you know, supporting this vision of the world that is, well, if you had really good technology, they'd kill us. So we need to have even better technology and <laughs> Gotta do kill an arms them race. First. <laughs> Gotta kill them first. And like the idea that something they can like fly out of the ocean and back into the ocean and like at hypersonic speeds without any visible form of propulsion is out there and just basically like treating us like an infant that they're trying not to like have destroy themselves would really kind of fuck up that that worldview. <laughs> they're just out there scanning TikTok and just watching Marjorie Taylor Green yeah, like no, do that know. thing while oh, the other person's like they got butt plugs. And <laughs> 
They're like, wow, it's only 2022. What took them so long? <laughs> They're like, God, these fucking idiots down there. What the fuck? Why are we stationed out here at this stupid base watching these fucking losers every day? They're not going to do shit. Although oh, this, this one... guy has six reasons aliens aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Although this one lady did finally figure out the best way to do a pull up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. we got that. My alien sounds like Alex Jones for some reason. Matt, as mm-hmm. always, a true pleasure having you on the show. This is my first time I've ever been on the show with you guys. This is amazing. Yeah. Good to have a person from Stuff You Should Know or Stuff mm-hmm. They Don't I'll Want You to Know. I, I did kind of create that one too. It's yeah. Let's 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 get from it the to you. stuff days, man. Let's yeah. all say that the OGs. You yeah. know what I mean. Where can people find you, follow you, hear you, all that good stuff? Uh, well, you can find stuff they don't want you to know. Most places we are at conspiracy stuff on Instagram. It's conspiracy stuff show. Uh, I would recommend buying the book again. It's wherever you can buy books. Try and buy it local if you if you yeah. can. If not, you know Amazon's got it or whatever. There's an audio book component too. That's pretty fun. It's the three of us just kind of reading uh, the the prose that Ben ended up combining into what is the book, and it's pretty delightful. I have nice. to say, nice. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. Um, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Uh, yes, there is. We've been doing a lot of social media lately that I've gotten to be a part of. Again, I don't use it on my own, like personally, but I'm making these fun videos, like YouTube Shorts and Instagram things, and like like I said, TikTok. And Ben and Noel created one recently that I, I'm putting it on repeat. And it's not, it's not amazing. It's all about the first line Ben drops, like as you're coming into the scene and has nothing to do with the scene. Is that a technique, like a writing technique? It's a non sequitur line. That's like ending the conversation that was happening before, before the scene starts. Yeah. Yeah. Does that yeah, make sense? I feel like that yeah. was in a lot of like eighties movies where you would hear like something completely <laughs> random and then everybody would laugh. Yeah, and then the yeah. scene starts. In Men in Black, he goes, honey, this one's eating my popcorn. <laughs> and then right. Will Smith comes to, and Tommy Lee Jones like, come on, Junior. <laughs> I always remember that. I'm like, honey, this one's eating my popcorn? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, Ben did that. And it, it's like a, the camera is coming down, and Ben is finishing the sentence. But anyway, luckily, it was just chocolate. And then just continues on with the thing. And just that sentence, luckily it was just chocolate. Um, I don't know. I just watched the whole video to wrap back around to that line now. (laughs) Could go in a lot of different directions. Um, (laughs) Exactly, right? CVS, maybe? Yeah. Who knows? Miles, where can people find you with the tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, man. Find me on... uh... With that weird fucking website with the Emerald Apartheid guy or uh, Instagram or where there's other at symbols at Miles of Gray. Um, also, check Jack and I out on our basketball podcast. Miles and Jack got mad boosties coming out Thursdays. And then also, if you like 90 Day Fiance, check me out on 420 Day Fiance. A uh, tweet I like. There's a couple. One is just so local. And this is only for LA people. There's this podcast called 818s and Heartbreaks that's just about like the San Fernando Valley and, you know, I fucks with them over there. But someone just tweeted at them. I guess on an episode, they're asking for like weird valley memories. Someone said, uh, at Campbell Hall, when I was like in ninth or 10th grade, some of the middle schoolers got too high on edibles and had to be taken away by ambulance. <laughs> oh. uh, and that's the school where like the Olsen twins went. Oh, no. Like it's like, after I went to element, that was the high school they went to because it was way more popping and expensive. Uh, and then another one, Dana at Great Dane ninety two tweeted, "NBA announces new got that dog in him trophy." <laughs> <laughs> Which I 
<laughs> feel like we do need that. I feel like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Let's see. Adam H. Johnson tweeted, the great crisis of our time isn't inequality, institutional racism, or climate, but the woke mind virus, which is extremely convenient for billionaires since this is the one option that doesn't require them to change anything other than getting mad at random editors at BuzzFeed. Which, <laughs> yep, basically it. Hey, dude, it's, it's, it's ballers versus haters. That's right. That's their worldview. Uh, I also like that drill tweeted, what combo of substances can I take to give myself PTSD during Avatar premiere IMAX? I want to come out of there <laughs> screaming like a Vietnam vet. <laughs> can I tell you the story? Yeah. The, did y'all do anything like that with the first one? Nah, I saw it in Japan. The drug laws are too strict out there. I have a friend group and I was the designated human, as it was known. <laughs> and so I drove like a whole van load of my friends out to go see Avatar 1. And they just watched that whole movie just like <laughs> on some things. Yeah. That's how I watched it. And I wasn't even high. I thought they were weeping. Yeah, I couldn't like, crying. I couldn't close my oh, eyes. Oh, shit. I was like, what the fuck? Anyways, uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnote, footnote, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles. Yeah. Lay it on them. Oh, man. I don't even know. How, the title is so long, and it's in Brazilian Portuguese, but the artist is DJ... GB the Disney. Okay? <laughs> DJ, GB, and duh are all three separate words in Disney. DJ GB the Disney <laughs> with the fire ass track I heard on TikTok called Sano Menor. Okay? S A R R A, because those are like H's. You know, I respect the Portuguese language. N O S M E N O R. Just search that. The title will come up. This man, again, just it's just joyful. I'm mean, I mean, the lyrics. This the, the word Glock is in it, so I have a, I can't imagine it's like a you know obviously about a nursery rhyme yeah. or some shit. It has an explicit uh, but, tag, but I don't know what the explicit word is. Perfect. Yeah, and hey, Portuguese speakers be like, yo, hey, 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 you maybe don't want to play that. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. Uh, but for as someone who is ignorant of the words, love the rhythms mm -hmm. uh, and the music. So check that out. All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you listen to your favorite shows, that is going to do it for us this morning. Back this afternoon to tell you what is trending. And we'll talk to you all then. Bye. 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 Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa. The new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Where first class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. 
But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com.